You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float, that's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill, we're gonna have a barbecue. Krispy Kreme donuts and grilled steak. Do those things really go together? Fire is burning, the world keeps turning. Don't worry what you gotta do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue. It's that time again, folks. Chris Peltz here with the Blind Grilling Experience. And we <laughs> I've got an interesting little show for you, I think, today. We're going to talk about some things that uh, they, they not necessarily be that they go together. Probably something you would do completely separate from one another, but not necessarily, I guess. And, and I'll, I'll kind of walk through what I mean by that in just a minute. Uh, very quickly, just a little bit of uh, housekeeping. Remember, our website, blindgrilling.com, has all the links. You can find us on social media. You can email me at info at blindgrilling.com. That's the email address. We've been getting some emails come in. I mentioned last week some folks have been sharing some recipes, which is awesome some recommendations and suggestions. And, and uh, so again, some new listeners have been uh, finding the podcast. And so I really do appreciate folks who have reached out. And uh, it's, uh, it's been interesting. It's been a crazy week. It, it almost seems like as the year goes on and, it, and as fall almost was here and then it kind of bounce back into summertime when we we hit 90 I think a couple days this past week but we're supposed to start getting down uh I think in the 70s and then in the 60s this coming weekend uh, for highs which is going to be amazing I love that kind of weather fall and spring I, I that's just that's my jam man that I love that cooler weather We've been able to sit out on the deck, my wife and I, and and light a fire uh, in a fire pit and just kind of sit out there and just relax and enjoy the, the crackling of the fire and just 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 chill. It's been awesome. It's been great. Uh, and so so that's been kind of nice. Um, you know, it's been it has been still busy. I'm doing a lot of work out in the workshop, trying to get some things done and and you know, ready for a trip that we've got planned, but, uh, you know, trying to get some things done so I can take some uh, things with us. But at the same time, you know, I've been firing up the grill quite a bit. We've still been doing quite a bit of the, uh, we refer to it as Boston Burger, which is basically a half mix of ground beef and the other half ground burger, or rather, sorry, ground pork. So, you know, half and half ground beef, ground pork, that's just my favorite. That's my go-to, I think, when it comes to either burgers, you know, put, making tacos, chili. I just, I just love, I love it. Um, I think it just adds a little bit more, 
you know, to the flavor of the food, and it's awesome. It's really awesome. There was a local egg fest. I wasn't able to make it, but uh, some folks have been posting on uh, Facebook and other places about the egg fest down in Nixa, Missouri, and sounds like uh, they had a lot of fun, a lot of cooks, a lot of great food that was served. And that really got me thinking about something, and it's kind of off of last week's program where we talked about desserts and fruits that you can throw on the grill. But one thing that uh, one of the first times I went to an egg fest, which was has been eight years ago, they were serving Krispy Kreme donuts. And as you get there, right, and you're getting set up, you know, firing up the grills, well, they had some grills going, and they were bringing around these Krispy Kreme donuts they, that they had thrown on the grill. I mean, they, you know, grill marks, they were warm, and they had this caramelization that had taken place that I'm not a fan. I, I'm not... I'm not one of those that when the light's on at Krispy Kreme, like, oh, free donut, let's pull in. I'm not, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I love donuts, don't get me wrong, but I'm more of a cake donut kind of guy rather than the glazed donut, like the the normal that you would get at Krispy Kreme. I don't know what you guys think. If you have a preference, shoot me an email, info at blindgrilling.com. Let me know. If you have a preference of cake donuts as opposed to glazed donuts or, you know, what what it is that you guys like, um, you know, I love the Bavarian cream, I, you know, I, you know, that kind of stuff, chocolate, you know, uh, iced, uh, even the maple glaze. I mean, that that's all well and good. I like all that stuff. I'll eat it. But if I have the choice of various types of donuts, glaze is not going to be in, you know, one that I grab unless it is thrown on the grill. That just changes everything. I mean, you wouldn't think that it would, but it's kind of like we talked last week when, you know, when I challenged you guys to, you know, make some desserts or throw some fruit out on the grill and see what it does to it. See, you know, the, the, the difference that it makes in texture, in flavor, uh, you know, and just caramelize some of those natural sugars as well as maybe add a little bit of your own when it comes to cinnamon sugar or or brown sugar. You know, my wife, she you had a, a, an apple that was cored and she put some caramel in it and threw it out there. Uh, you know, there all those things that you can do. But when it came to these donuts, you know, I had them that first time at that egg fest. And as this egg fest was rolling around, it, I remembered because we've done it several times since we've done it here at the house especially when the kids were here, when they would, you know, they would want Krispy Kreme or they would go pick some up and bring some to us. Or if somebody else brings donuts to the house, um, especially if they're the glazed donuts, I'm going to fire up the grill and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to throw a couple on the grill. And, and, oh man, they're just so good. So, so good. And, and if you like them anyway, uh, you know, um, Man, I, I think uh, it, it'll be one of those things where uh, you will, you'll definitely be firing up the grill to try it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those glazed donuts, especially the Krispy Kremes, but, you know, you can get glazed donuts anywhere. They sell them in grocery stores, wherever anymore. So 
um, pick one up, take it home, <clears throat> throw it on a grill. And, and, and I'm talking 30 seconds, you know, aside on a hot, nice hot grill. It doesn't take long at all. I don't know if you would go a minute. I don't think, you know, maybe a minute aside. Um, just be careful with it. You know, you just try a side and see what you think and then, you know, flip it and, um, let the other side go a little bit. It doesn't take long at all, but it, it just changes it. It changes it in such a good, good way that I love it. Absolutely love it. But like I said, I love throwing everything out on the grill. You know, that, that's definitely something that we like to do. But one of the things I want to talk about for the rest of the program today is, you know, I'm always looking for new cuts, always looking for uh, some, you know, a different type of steak, you know, something new to try, something to talk to you guys about. And, you know, a while back, it, I mean, it has been a while. We talked about clawed tenders, which are also referred to as, you know, petites if you go to restaurants. Um, Terrace Major, I think, is another name for them. Uh, and and they're a good hidden gem, no doubt about it. You know, you can reverse sear one of those, and 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 you're going to love it. They're a lot cheaper than your fillets, and yet, you know, you're going to get very similar texture uh, and, and tenderness as a filet mignon with these uh, clawed tenders. I don't know how readily available they are in, in every place, but it, it's basically a muscle taken from the shoulder. Well, you know, that that's that's one of those little hidden gems, right, that you can get if you can find them and save a little bit of money but still get a very, very good and tasty, uh, you know, cut of meat, a nice steak with these clawed tenders. They're great. But... Yesterday afternoon, we fired up the grill. I had the eggs setting at uh, about 250. And my wife had actually bought a chuck eye steak. And I thought we had made these chuck eyes before, but when she got them home and I got the feeling on my, this was not a familiar feel to me. This isn't what I remembered the chuck eyes being. Because uh, it was almost like a uh, like a strip steak, and and I could tell there was lots of marbling, no doubt about it, lots of marbling. And so I was like, all right, well, it's just gonna cook it like a ribeye. And so we got the grill fired up, and I actually did direct this time. I, I did a, a kind of a reverse sear, but I still did direct. I started off a flame boss controlling the temperature, real low and slow, and and then you know once it got up to about, um, you know, 125. I got the temp a little bit higher and, and seared them off just a little bit to finish them at about 135, uh, medium rare. And the, the first bite that I had was meat. And I got to tell you, it blew a filet mignon out of the water. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was amazing. I was just like, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. This this is it. And and what's even better, right, is they were $8 a pound. $8 a pound. 
for these Chuck Eye steaks. Here's where I'm tore on this. I mean, you would think with that being said, and if I was to stop there, you know, I I, I would understand why you know folks would just be like, all right, we're going, we're we're buying Chuck Eye steaks and we're gonna. See what this is all about. I do want to give a warning because my next bite wasn't so great. And and I was fine with it. My wife was not. Because you know, a lot of the lot of things that people like about ribeyes is that fat that runs through them and that fat that that caramelizes and, and melts and just renders down and and melts in your mouth, you know. Some people love that, and some people don't. My wife does not like that. Well, these Chuck Eye steaks are extremely fatty. Now, I I wasn't aware, and I I did not do any trimming on these two steaks, and I probably should have. That probably would have made it better. But listen, the the meat that I got. I, it, it it was it was worth double what we paid, no doubt about. It. I mean that meat was absolutely phenomenal, super tender, extremely flavorful, and just took the smoke perfect. It, it was just it was amazing. But I would say three quarters of this chunk of meat was was fat. And that was even a little much for me. Uh, and I like the fat on ribeyes. I like the fat from chuck roast, right? When when we do the chuck roast, you know, my wife starts, you know, getting it cut up once it's done. You know, the fat goes on my plate and you know, a little bit of meat. That that's all well and good, but but this I you know, and maybe I just really didn't pay close enough attention and, and didn't trim it enough as it is. And and if I did that, it might work out a little better. There was some fat, at least on the cook that I did, that just didn't render enough for me personally. Uh, now, now, listen, for $8 a pound, you better believe I'm going to get them again. <laughs> for what I got and and that that meat, that flavor, and... That that was that was amazing, it really was amazing, and and if you don't mind, if you can separate and get the the fat out of there, if you don't like it, or if you don't mind the fat as much, I'm telling you, it is worth trying. If you can find a chuck eye steak, and maybe it was just these two the particular cuts that we happened to get, but uh, but that's a regular price. That's not a sale price, right? That's that's pretty much regular price around here, eight dollars a pound for these Chuck Eye steaks, and and I think one of the reasons they're so good is you know that that Chuck roast is coming up from between the neck and the the ribeye steaks, right? And in fact, you can slice up a Chuck roast and get you know sometimes you can even get some nice ribeyes still if depending on how close to that end of the of that Chuck steak you you know you've got. And that's probably where these Chuck Eye steaks are coming from. To be honest with you, I didn't check. I, I don't know. But that's kind of what it reminded me of, you know, as much fat as there was and that flavor that there was. But we just cooked it like steaks. We didn't, 
you know, do the low and slow, real long, like brisket, like we would a chuck roast. We just grilled them like steaks, reverse seared them. And, uh, and, you know, for $8 a pound, man, that is a steak that, um, you know, is 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 worth having again, no doubt about it. And, and we will be. And, and I want to do it again anyway, just to see if... If they all come that fatty, or if uh, I can, you know, if they do, if you know how well I can trim them up and remove some of that fat, some that doesn't render down as well, uh, or you know, do something. I'll figure something out. I want to. I'm going to experiment a little bit with these cuts. But if you guys give them a try, let me know what you think. Info at blindgrilling.com because I, I you know. Again, if you like ribeyes, the meat on this, I I would it, it was between that texture of the ribeye and the filet mignon, and even better than both. That that meat, oh, I I just can't, you know, convey enough and and with words, just how good that really was. And so I I was impressed with that especially that first bite. Unfortunately, there was just way, way too much fat for what we got. So so we'll see. I'll do some experiment and see what happens. We'll do some more cut uh, and trimming and, and, and see if we can get a better go of it. If you guys have tried them, if you guys like them, you know, let me know what you think. Again, shoot us an email, info at blindgrilling.com. And try those donuts, folks. Try those donuts. Oh, man. Another thing that I was going to try, and this kind of goes back to last week's program, talking about the fruit, and that's with the apples. Like I said, we cored an apple and and had stuffed it with some caramel, caramel. What <laughs> is it, caramel or caramel? Man, I'm going to have all kinds of, you know, choose one. You know, how, how do you guys say it? What do you guys like uh, when it comes to the? Yeah, I got uh, for just from this episode alone. Uh, but there is a, a seasoning from Lane's Barbecue that is their apple pie seasoning. We've talked about it before. We've talked about it when it comes to not only the apple pie, uh, an apple pie cheesecake that we do. We also put it on uh, um, uh, pork chops, a pork loin, um, you know, just finish, sometimes just finish it just a little bit with that. I, it's just, it is just so good, so amazing. These sweet rubs that Lane puts out are awesome. So lanesbarbecue.com, you can check those out. But, uh, yeah, she had some apple pie seasoning from Lane's Barbecue in the apple as well with some of that caramel. And, and again, it was just cord. So some of the things that I want to try, and, you know, hopefully you guys are up to it as well. You know, October's here, everybody's doing the the caramel apples and uh, trying different things. I want to get one of those apple cores. I want to core the apple completely, but I want to get one that as you core the apple, it's dividing it, but I don't want to completely divide it into the wedges. I only want to go down uh, about halfway to where you can kind of open up the apple just a little bit, right? Almost like a blooming onion. And so I'm just kind of running this by you guys. And, and uh, you know, if you guys want to try it, I'll let you know when I'm able to try it next time. But I want to kind of open up that apple a little bit, flower it out, 
and, and try to get more, uh, you know, either cream cheese, caramel, um, you know, cinnamon sugar, uh, brown sugar, wh- whatever it is, you know, you can, you want to stuff it with, just try to get some of that in that, you know, in there. And I even thought about, you know, as you kind of open that up a little bit, stuff it to where it would ooze out, but then it, it, because you, you know, you don't want it oozing out and losing everything is actually take and wrap that it with a crescent roll. Take a take a canned crescent roll, unroll them, almost like we do our blueberry cheesecake dumpling that the recipe is on our website. But uh, but take that apple with a couple of those crescent rolls, and instead of rolling them up like crescent rolls, is actually just wrap that around the apple to kind of catch all of you know and keep all that inside that apple as you've kind of flared it out with that apple core. And and let that all just kind of ooze around and and uh, really get a little bit more surface coverage of the apple itself with all the goodies that you're stuffing inside. Um, man, I, I you know this is one of those things. Man, I got all kinds of ideas like this. <laughs> I I don't know. You know, I still get impressed and, and with uh, all you guys out there with how creative you get. I don't necessarily think that's creative, like I'm talking about with what Vince, you know, comes along with, my buddy Nick comes along with, you know, all these things that folks are doing. But these are some things that, you know, th- this is what keeps me up at night <laughs> is, is thinking about these things. And, and one of the problems, even with all of that, is I'm on a no-sugar diet right now. I'm still doing some keto. And, uh, yeah, I'm... You know, I've tried a few things. I'll take a bite here and there just to see how things are tasting, but I love serving them and giving them to others. And, uh, you know, that's uh, that's been a struggle of mine. But, uh, you know, it, it, I'm not killing myself. Don't worry. <laughs> and I'm not miserable, but, you know, I, I, I taste, you know, a few things. I just, I'm just not diving in and, you know, <clears throat> eating a full... Chris Pelt's portion, <laughs> a whole blind grilling portion of dessert anymore. And so, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I, I've, you know, just a little nibble here and there, maybe. Sometimes I pass it up, sometimes I don't. But even at that, I still think about it. Oh, still think about all these good ideas that I come up with uh, until I make them and then find out maybe they're not such good ideas. But for the most part, I think most of them have been uh, pretty good, pretty good. So, all right, folks, let me know again what you guys think uh, if you try the apples, if you try the Chuck Eye Steaks. Would love to hear from you on that as well. And those grilled Krispy Kreme donuts. You got to try it. You you, Man, you're going to have a party, right? You're going to be watching a football game this coming weekend. It's going to be cold. You know, you get the grill fired up. People come over and you start serving them hot off the grill donuts they will love you forever guarantee friends and family gather around and fire up thanks again for tuning in to the blind grilling experience folks love hearing from you guys keep the emails coming again the website blindgrilling.com the email info at blindgrilling.com until next time if you're looking You ain't.
cookie. Keeps us together when life wants to tear us apart. Barbecue, no matter the weather, under the sun or the stars. Fire is burning, the world keeps turning. Don't worry what you gotta do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue.